Well, I lost a bet. I lost a bet, guys. I lost a bet. So, this, this one's for you, Mike Luke. One time, I'll say it. Okay? You ready? Back the A. Back the A. Welcome into the PHNX Sun Devil Show. I'm Anthony Totree. We got DJ Jacob Franklin making all the magic happen behind the mat. Guys, it is time for a walk of shame because the Arizona State Sun Devils, they were unable to get it done against the number six Arizona Wildcats. Final score, 85 to 67. I know we have a ton of U of A trolls in the chat. Guys, I know you're a bunch of trolls. Grab your snacks, grab your drinks, and get ready to have some fun because that's exactly what we're going to do here on the PHNX Sun Devil Show. And look, I had a back the A for you. I've also got this for everybody watching that's an Arizona fan. This one specifically, guys, for you. Okay, I'm just going to take my nice little sip. That was just for you guys, okay? That was just for you. Look, we're going to break down the game. Obviously, we're going to have a little bit of bottle service. We're going to have a closing time. We're going to have an aftertaste. We're going to have it all. So definitely stay tuned for everything that we got going on. But look, let's get into it. Arizona State had plenty of opportunities in this one. 85 to 67, I don't feel like is a great representation of what we saw tonight. I think 85-67 is a great representation of the Arizona State basketball season. But I think this team played better than that. They absolutely did. They were within six. But I'll tell you what. This team didn't have enough gas. And they haven't had enough gas all season long. It was a great representation of the Arizona State season. At one point, Arizona State was within six. Jemiah Neal. Fumbled a rebound, okay? Frankie Collins missed a floater. Got the offensive rebound, missed another one. Jemiah Neal got the ball stolen down eight. In transition, there was an and one for the Wildcats. Earlier in the second half, I believe down eight, Gaffney missed a three in transition. It was either Caleb Love or Kylan Boswell hit a three on the other side. Six-point swing. Arizona State... Couldn't get it done in the moments that mattered most. That's what this game was. That was a great representation of Arizona State basketball, point blank period, under Bobby Hurley. Now, Jacob and I were watching the game in the studio, and Jacob said, Bobby's got to go. And I said, I agree. I've said it before. I think it's time for a change of scenery for the program and for Bobby Hurley. But this one's not on Bobby. In my eyes, this one's on the players. You watch that game. Arizona State had several opportunities to cut the lead in the deficit of the Wildcats down to one possession. They couldn't do it. They couldn't do it. They were, they were getting open looks. They were getting open looks. They just couldn't hit the shot. At a point, they couldn't hit water if they fell out of goddamn boat. That's the truth. What are we doing? 
not clutch enough, not good enough, playing up and down to the competition better than anybody else, that's Arizona State. Right? It's what they do. The Wildcat fans in here are going to say what they want about it, and they have every right. But nobody plays better up and down to their competition than Bobby Hurley's Arizona State Sun Devils. Because this is the number six team in the nation are the Arizona Wildcats. And I don't know if you know this, but y'all are pretty good at basketball. I'll give you that. You got some great players. Got a great coach. Kind of a crazy fan base, but that's neither here nor there. And Arizona State, at one point, was running. They were running with them. Running the press, forcing turnovers. Tommy Lloyd got a tech. But guess what? Those little moments that I brought up. Jemiah had a couple. Frankie had a couple. Gaffney had a couple. Jose Perez had two points until under 10. It's not good enough, man. I'm tired and I'm just exhausted. I'm exhausted of having to sit behind this microphone and say it's not good enough. That's what it is. And you could talk about the little moments in between the game. But it's so much deeper than that. Why couldn't Arizona State execute in the little moments? Well, let's start with the depth. The depth of the Arizona State Sun Devils versus the depth of the Arizona Wildcats. Well, Frankie Collins, Jemiah Neal, Alonzo Gaffney, Bobby Hurley Jr., and Jose Perez started the game. Bobby Hurley Jr. started the game because he's a senior. Right? He had his moment. So we'll remove Bobby Hurley Jr. from that conversation. Adam Miller played. Kamari Lands, Bryant Celebungay, and Sean Phillips. Sean Phillips had three fouls, no points. Bryant Celebungay had four fouls, two points. That's it. I don't really count Adam Miller as bench points because he would have started. So, the bench tonight for Arizona State, in a normal situation, would have scored two points. Kamari Lands did not score in his seven minutes tonight. The depth of this team is non-existent. They have five guys. And you could talk about it if you want to be, if you're a Wildcat fan, rightfully so, you're going to say, oh, well, that's, it is what it is. It's up to the coach to put together a better roster. Absolutely, you're right. The NIL is not what it needs to be. Point blank, period. But Arizona State, being able to go into a game against the number six team in the nation, their rival on their home court, which is shaky at best, with five guys, five dudes, to quote Sean DePaz, They had five dudes out there. Sorry. Five guys, five dudes, five bros, five Sun Devils. Not enough against the number six team in the nation. It never will be. You look back at the Arizona State teams that beat Kansas. They ran what? Eight, nine deep? You had it. You need to have that kind of depth if you're going to play elite college basketball. Arizona State simply didn't have it, and they haven't had it all season. Okay, well, 
They didn't execute in the little moments. They didn't have the depth. What else? What about the size? Because I watched that game, as did everybody in the chat. Umar Balo. A man amongst boys. A giant. He was a bully in the interior tonight. And we knew it. I looked at Jacob at a certain point when they were posting Balo up on Alonzo Gaffney. I was waiting for Balo to put him in a locker and take his lunch money. That was not a matchup that was ever going to do anything. Not that Alonzo, like, the other bigs were in foul trouble. Brian Salabunge, like we said, four fouls. Sean Phillips, three fouls. I said it the other day. If Arizona State was going to have a chance in this game, going into it, you knew that Balo was the mismatch. So, defensively, you can't let Caleb Love beat you. Caleb Love had 16 tonight. Can live with 16. Umar Balo, though, 14 points, didn't miss from the floor. 13 boards. It's just, just, there's nothing you can do. Arizona State hasn't had a, Arizona State hasn't had a big man under Bobby Hurley. Not a single one. Not Ramella White, not Daquan Lake, not Warren Washington, not Sean Phillips, not Alonzo Gaffney, not a single one of them could handle Balo. Not a single one. I bet you could have. Because maybe I, I just want it more. I want it more. It just, it, it, it blows my mind. And like I said, I don't think this one's on Bobby. Arizona was the better team. Surprise! We knew that going in. Okay? It, what do you want to say? At least they didn't lose by 45? Look, just, <laughs> like, just, 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 for, just in danger of like probably riling up the chat, is this Arizona team going to make it past the first weekend? Uh, it depends where they get slated. Because like the first half of that game, I was like, yeah, like this is a Final Four team. They let him claw back. And then they the get, se- in the second, and ASU was not playing well as they let them claw back. Like, it wasn't like they were like. No, I agree. Look, this is what I'll say about the Arizona Wildcats. The Arizona Wildcats are a, they're a really talented basketball team. But if you've watched Tommy Lloyd's teams over what? The last three seasons, right? He's coached there for three years now. They are all very talented. They are all very skilled. And when they are moving, they are moving as good as anybody in the nation. However, and Arizona fans in the chat, you can tell me I'm wrong on this one. I'd love your two cents on it genuinely. The Arizona Wildcats, when they get rattled, they get rattled. Absolutely. They don't know how to, yeah. like, Tommy needs to take a timeout, and then even then, they're not always back on track. You watch that Princeton game last year? I'm sure Wildcat fans remember that one. They got rattled. They couldn't get out of it. Tommy's teams are very mental in the sense that they get locked in mentally or distracted and the moment escapes them. You can't deny the talent of the team. Boswell had 17 tonight. 7 of 9 from the floor. Caleb Love, 16. 5 of 12 from the floor. 50% from 3. We already talked about Balo. Like, that's without even mentioning anything else. 
Yes, I think this is a very good basketball team in the Arizona Wildcats. I think certainly if they get matched up on the right side of the bracket, you're looking at a Final Four team. Oh, absolutely. They have all the talent in the world. That's yeah. not, that was, like I said, to, to anger that... in the chat. That's, that's not my point. My point was like, there are significant questions. Absolutely. Absolutely. AD in the chat, ASU can't rattle Arizona. I would argue against that. ASU rattled Arizona in this game. Coming out of the second half. 8-0 run. They got rattled. ASU forced a turnover. 10-second violation on Arizona. Tommy Lloyd got a tech. They got rattled. Now, they were able to overcome it. However, the Arizona State Sun Devils, you could throw them four miles and they still wouldn't be halfway to the NCAA tournament. So, what happens when you see one of those teams? What happens when you see an eight seed at some point? What happens when you get to the final four? Can you hang with those big boys? Maybe. Maybe not. It is what it is. Let's go ahead. Get to Buy the Numbers presented by Desert Financial Credit Union, Arizona's number one credit union named by Forbes. Guys, of course, the only number that matters is that final score. Arizona coming out on top over the Sun Devils, 85-67. to 67. You look at the way these two teams shot tonight, man. It was just an absolute slaughter. The Wildcats, 54% from the field to Arizona State's 34%. Behind the arc shooting, 38% for the Wildcats, 26% for Arizona State. The charity stripe numbers, 13 of 18 for Arizona, 18 of 25 for the Sun Devils. The turnover numbers, 11 for the Wildcats, just seven for the Sun Devils. Guys, the number that stands out most to me is that three-point number, 26.9% for Arizona State. That's on par for the season, though. But it's not good enough. <laughs> but it's not good enough. I said it. If any of you trolls were in the in the, the chat yesterday or listened to the episode that I had saying these are the five things that Arizona State needs to do to win the game, one of them was they need to shoot an incredible game from three-point land. Why? Because you look at the losses that Arizona has suffered in conference play thus far this season. And outside of Washington State, the opposing teams shot the lights out of the gym. Arizona State tonight wasn't even close. But hey, we're a hockey school. Right, Jacob? That's exactly what it is. We're a hack. We're a hacky school. Just, just painful, man. It's just absolutely painful. The state of Arizona State basketball right now. It, it, it really is. Okay, and I hope. I, I beg and I hope that there's nobody in the chat that bet Arizona State money line tonight. I really do. If you did, next time, let me advise you to just light light the money on fire or. Do what I did and avoid betting on college basketball and bet on the NBA and cash a parlay like I did, baby, because the Clippers and the Lakers, my God.
goodness, a hell of a game going on. I don't know who's winning. It was neck and neck when we got in here. But, guys, I made that money over on the BetMGM Sportsbook app. They've still got a great offer for Sun Devil and Wildcat fans. So download the BetMGM Sportsbook app on iOS or Android or visit BetMGM.com. Sign up and deposit at least $5 into your newly created account and place a wager in the amount of at least $5 at standard odds price. Once you've placed a bet, you guys are going to receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of the outcome of your wager. Sign up for BetMGM and use that bonus code PHNX. Place your first BetMGM Sportsbook wager through BetMGM Sportsbook mobile app for at least $5. You'll receive $150 instantly in additional winnings regardless of your wager's outcome. Check out the show notes for full details and now listen to Damon talk about the disclaimer. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text hope ny 467-369 New York. Call 1-800-327-5050 Massachusetts. 21 plus to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP Arizona. 1-800-BETS-OFF Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help Michigan. 1-800-991-0023 Puerto Rico in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Visit BetMGM.com for terms. This promotional offer is not available in New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Now look. When you make some money on the BetMGM Sportsbook app, you're going to need a place you trust to put it, and we don't trust anybody more than Desert Financial Credit Union. They're the official retail banking partner of Arizona State University. For more than 84 years, Desert Financial has been Arizona's largest, most trusted local credit union dedicated to creating exceptional experiences by giving back to the community and providing financial solutions that make lives better. Guys, now is the time to show your ASU team spirit. Open a free checking account online and get $200 plus your choice of three Arizona State University Visa debit cards. Just go to desertfinancial.com slash ASU to get started. Look for everybody in the chat, ASU fans, uh, Wildcat fans, anybody in between, do us a solid here. Everybody here at PHNX is going to enjoy it. Hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, and we appreciate anybody listening on audio. If you could leave a five-star review, let us know what you like about this podcast. Um, we, we really do uh, appreciate everybody. But Jacob... It wasn't a pretty game. It wasn't a pretty game, but that doesn't mean there wasn't at least one player that deserves bottle service. Okay. I'll let the record show I was against I was against giving any bottle service. That's at all. valid. Jacob was against it, but hey, Adam Miller is a he's a gamer. He's getting bottle service tonight. Sixteen points. Um, the most scored by a Sun Devil this evening. Jacob, you said it. Adam Miller, he is when he is out there playing basketball, man, it's smooth like butter. He is an athlete. He's a competitor. He is the best basketball player on this team, hands down. But Adam Miller couldn't do it by himself tonight. And normally on this show, post games, we have a heat index. Heat index is where we feature three other players, whether it be football, basketball, whatever, that also played a very, very strong game, helped their team succeed. There's no heat index tonight. There hasn't been a heat index for quite some time because win or lose, Arizona State simply hasn't had enough big-time players make big-time moments. So tonight, it's Adam Miller, Ace Wolf. He did what he needed to do. He gave his 110% for Arizona State to have a chance. But you look at the rest of the guys on this team, and I'm going to be critical. Frankie Collins scored 15 points tonight. Do you know, Jacob, what he shot from the field? I'm going to guess about 32%. Four of 18. (laughs) Four of 18 from the field. Three assists, two boards, no steals. The man who leads the conference in steals, in my opinion, or not my opinion, but 
who JJB he's just speaking our language how many Gaffney threes we'll get to Gaffney's threes here in a second don't worry about it but yeah Frankie Collins to not be able to force any extra opportunities it hurts something that he's been really really solid at um all season long it it sucks and it hurts uh we got GM Saul Bookman in chat Saul you missed it I started the show with it but that one that that's that's for you buddy that's for you um it's it's tough man it's a tough situation when you're starting point guard, the guy who's really led this team all season long. Um, just wasn't his night tonight. And that sucks. Uh, Jemiah Neal, 12 points. 4 of 12 from the field. Um, 0 of 4 from 3 tonight. And the thing about Jemiah that just irks me, man, is it feels like there are so many moments in a game that there's just an opportunity for him to help this team like move forward, right? Like he has every opportunity in the world to make the play and there's just something missing. The fumbled rebound, the three-on-one transition fast break, right? Where I know he gets fouled, but you just kick it out, kick it out earlier. How many different opportunities are there throughout a game where it feels like Jemiah Neal just, He's just not there, developmental-wise. He hasn't reached the point yet. Maybe that's a good thing, maybe it's a bad thing. But there's just so many moments throughout a game where I watch Jemiah Neal and I'm just, I'm like, oh, it's just growing pains. He's unhelpful. It's growing pains. A lot. He yeah. takes bad shots. He doesn't have strong hands. Mm-mm. No. There, it's, it's rough. It's, it's, I don't know if it's as frustrating as watching Gaffney but like I expect, I expect Gaffney to be Gaffney. Jemiah Neal is like the guy that you're going into the season that you're just being fed the fact that, like, Jemiah dropped forty in a, you know, a, a closed door game, and like, he's like that's the dude, and he just not even close. Yeah, but it wasn't just Jemiah Frankie. What do we say early? Jose Jose Perez had two points till the under ten. It's amazing that he finished with 14. But guess what? He had 14 points tonight. Eight of them came from the charity stripe. You want to you talk about Alonzo or you want me to? <laughs> no, I said my piece. You go for it. How many fucking times do I have to say stop fucking shooting threes? How many times, Gaffney? A little bit more? I just I just don't get it, man. I just don't get it. He took nine threes tonight. Alonzo Gaffney took fucking three threes to, or took nine threes. He made two of them. He finished with eight points. At least he didn't fucking foul out tonight. That's good. I just I I genuinely, genuinely. I said it yesterday. He needed to play like a, a Draymond Green role. We're, we're passing. We're crashing the glass. We're facilitating. We'll take the occasional shot. I didn't say fucking line up 30 feet and fire away. That's not what I said. But hey, what do I know? Two of nine from three. Two of fucking nine. You know what that means? Just, just for context, okay? Just for context, Okay. That's how many threes he made. He took this many.
One more from the fucking parking lot. It's crazy, man. It's 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 ridiculous. Does it not blow anyone else's mind? Like if I'm I'm dead serious. I'm dead you serious. You know how I feel. I'm dead serious. If I was on the team, I would say, yo, Zo, bruh, hey. Uh-uh. If he takes more than three threes, <laughs> his ass is on the bench for the rest of the game. Like, what do you do? What, like, I just don't. <sighs> he took, and I do, another thing. The fucking announcers. Stop hyping up Alonzo Gaffney. Stop it. It's all they talked about. Stop talking about him like he's fucking Kevin Durant. Because he's not. Okay? He's not. I do not need to hear that every time they're like, yeah, we know he can shoot threes. No, he fucking can't. He can't. He can't. Maybe in the gym by himself, but not anywhere else. He can't. I'm sorry. I just, I get emotional talking about Alonzo fucking Gaffney, dude. <sighs> Jacob, let's do aftertaste, okay? For everybody new in the chat, this is Tina's favorite part. The aftertaste is where we discuss what this game tasted like. So, Jacob, what cannon balled into your tongue tub tonight? I told you before the show started that I had something picked. You did. You did. Right? So, so think about this. Picture this. Okay. My eyes are closed. You're 18, 19, 20, 21 years old, right? Okay. And your buddies, you're getting ready. You're getting ready to drink for the first time ever. Well, I wasn't. Okay. But okay. Well, whenever. <laughs> right. Like, like gotcha. we're going to, we're going to, we're going to be optimistic on this show. That, okay. You know, gotcha. It wasn't drinking when you were 14, right? Drinking responsibly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And your buddy says, man, you got to have this beer. It's so good. I love beer. And you take that first sip and you're like, man, I've been waiting for this. Yeah. And you're like, that is the worst fucking shit like, what the fuck that I've this? ever had before. Why do you like this? Oh, God. Anybody who watches ASU basketball. Why? Yeah. Why do you like this? It's not good. I don't know. I think when you hit the laptop, you hit it back to the graphic. <laughs> oh, my gosh. For everybody in the chat, please let me know what this game tasted like to you. Uh, Wildcat fan, Sun Devil fan, anybody in between. Oh, man. This is a tough one for me, man. This is a, This is a real tough one because it's like, it's repetitive. I know what this is. For me... This, okay, I'll take you back. I'll take you back to when I was just a wee lad, okay? I was about 13, 13, okay? My brother was eight years old, and it's, it's a Sunday. We're having breakfast at the table. Me, my little brother, my mom's in the kitchen. My dad comes in from outside, and my dad's like, what do you guys want to eat? We're kids. We don't know what we want to fucking eat for breakfast. He's like, okay, I got something for you. Pulls out two bowls. Fills them. Full of malto meal. 
full of malt oatmeal. I've never had malt oatmeal before. I'm 13 years old. My dad's like, this is awesome. It's so sweet. It's great. It's awesome. And at a certain point, I take my first bite and I realize that I have a whole fucking bowl of garbage that tastes like shit. And I look at my brother and this kid is crying, full-blown tears, losing his mind. And my dad's like, you're going to eat this, you're going to eat this malto meal. You're going to eat it all. We don't waste food. So we had our first bite of malto meal, the start of this ASU basketball game. ASU was down, what, 30 to fucking 12? <laughs> and Saul Bookman, in this scenario, said, you're going to finish your fucking malto meal. <laughs> and that's, that's what it was. But I also have an alternative if that aftertaste didn't suffice. This tasted like the seventh waffle that I ate at fucking Waffle House. I was absolutely <laughs> waiting for that to come back around. Was absolutely <laughs> expecting that to be this what it was. It tasted like the seventh waffle that I had at Waffle House where I put a dollop of Frank's Red Hot in no syrup. And I took a bite of it. And I, I wanted to, at that exact moment, get hit by a car. <laughs> it was that bad. I have never in my entire life tasted something as awful as that seventh waffle. There's just something about it. It was bad. It was awful. I didn't want anything to do with it. That's where I'm at with Arizona State basketball. It's bad. It's awful. I don't want anything to do with it. But we're here talking about Arizona State's, what, 18-point loss? Yeah, 18-point loss to the Arizona Wildcats. It's just absolutely dandy. The only thing that's going to get me through this later on is OGs, guys. OGs, they've launched two new products made with live rosin and RSO. We're talking about the OGs Naturals and the big OGs. OGs Naturals are vegan gummies made with live rosin. They're available in a sweet clementine flavor, but it's okay. If you're not a giant sweet clementine person, they have a million and five different flavors. I'm still on the happy balance. I love them. I just got two packs the other day. They go crazy. They go stupid. The effect is amazing. The taste is even better. To learn more about OG's gummies and where you can find them, head on over to ogsbrands.com. Jacob, if if I had to ask you where the Arizona State basketball program is, what would you say? By like is, do you mean like in its like in its life expectancy? No, not its age. Just where would you say it is? The toilet? Pretty close. I would say the floor. Rock bottom, bare boned, new home, floors ripped out, there's holes, all of the in between. Guys, if your floors at home resemble Arizona State basketball, well, boy, I got something for you. Empire Today, okay? You get shop at home convenience, the right product for your needs. They're quick, they're professional about their business, and they got a price match guarantee. The best place to get new flooring is Empire Today. So, of course, look, they're going to have some copycats, same as you do in sports, right? Somebody figures out a beautiful system, and of course, the greatest form of flattery is you're going to have people out there trying to replicate the same thing, but guess what? They can't 
they can't be beat when it comes to quality, service, and speed. Guys, I'm telling you, Empire today, they got one hell of a deal for you. Schedule a free in-home estimate today. All listeners can receive a $350 off discount when they use the promo code PHNX. Restrictions do apply. See empiretoday.com slash PHNX for details. Yes, Jacob. The Clippers lost. What was the final? Let me look that up. I just saw that they'd lost. That's insane. They were up, what, 18? LeBron went on an absolute tear in the fourth. 116-112. They lost by LeBron four. had 34. In regulation? They had five guys in double digits. Yeah, LeBron, LeBron had 34. Rui had 17. AD had 20. Austin Reeves had 13. And D'Lo had 18. Wow, what a game. I think I think Arizona State needs LeBron James. I think that, that would was, make them better. I believe it was without uh, yeah, pandem- Paul George pandemic P. Yeah. yeah, PG did not play. Clint in the chat, LeBron went full. LeBron, guys, do us a solid here. Please hit that like button. Hit that subscribe button. Uh, we pre- appreciate everybody in the chat. We appreciate JJB a little bit extra because JJ is always here talking ASU hoops. I, it's He's a sicko, man. He's a diehard through and yeah, through. Yeah, that takes sicko. That's like, that's JJB, we love you, but that's psychopathic energy. It is. It's sicko energy, but I absolutely appreciate it. Guys, let's get to the Bobby board. Let's see just what this shit show looks like at this point in the season. And I'll tell you what, it's not pretty. It's not pretty. What am I counting there? Four wins out of the last how many games, Jacob? What's the quick math on that? You have any idea? Six plus four, that's 10, 14, four out of their last 14. Is that accurate? Just about? That's ridiculous. Ridiculous. And two of those four wins are against USC and Oregon State, the two bottom feeders in the Pac-12. Disgusting. Failure of a season. Not going to say specifically that it's all on Bobby. Or that it's all in the players, because I think just like marriage, these two things go hand in hand. Okay? They were both bad this season. And now I know it's not completely over. You got the LA schools. USC, Arizona State played their best game of the season against the Trojans. You need to do it again. UCLA, well, Bruins have been kind of hot at a certain point in the year. They're fighting for that number four seed in the Pac-12 tournament. They're going to be bringing it. Arizona State, they're not going to be a four seed. They're not going to be a five seed. Probably won't be a six seed in the Pac-12 tournament. You're looking at seven through 12. Not good, man. Not good. So for Arizona State, you absolutely have to beat USC and you have to beat UCLA. Not for what it does for your record, Not even for what it does for the fans, if I'm being honest. But you need to head to Vegas feeling good. Feeling like you can win a basketball game. Because 4 out of 14 is what Alonzo Gaffney shoots any given game from behind the arc. If you are winning games at the same rate that Alonzo Gaffney makes threes... Don't even get on the bus. (laughs) That's the truth. Because at that rate, it's bound to go the wrong way. Being completely honest with you. 
JJ in the in the chat talking about Shane being in here. We need you, Shane. Shane's gonna be back soon, y'all. Shane's gonna be back real soon. Bobby's speaking right now. Um, and he <sighs> gave he, he gave he gave kudos to Arizona. He said after watching them all year and playing against them now twice, I would say that in my nine years here, this is most likely the best Arizona team that I've faced. Yeah, I mean that's it's about right. Yeah, about I mean right. that's the thing. That's like, really like I said, I I, to- I said it. People can get mad. Team. I said it. They could be a Final Four team. Talented team, no excuse. There's, a, but that's you. Just I, they could be a Final Four team, or they could lose in the first weekend. They've lost by a combined. Oh my god! I just figured something out. Arizona State. Did you figure it out? Did you figure no. you didn't figure Jordan, it out? Yes, I did, but you no. You figured it out. No. You figured it out. No. <laughs> Holy shit. Guys, I figured it out. Arizona State, some time ago, on the gridiron, they beat the Arizona Wildcats 70 to 7. Jacob, just real quick, quick math. What's the, the point difference there? 63. Arizona State has now lost to the Arizona Wildcats this season in basketball by a score of 45 and a score of 18. Quick math on that. Jacob, what is that? 63. We're even. (laughs) We're even, motherfuckers. (laughs) That's crazy. That is absolutely insane to me. Are we even now? Does that count as even, Jacob? I feel like that's crazy. That's absolutely insane. 63 points. They did it. They found a way. They found a way to get back at us. Or I guess to get even. 63 points. Wow. That's unacceptable. That is frankly just piss poor effort to lose by 63 points. Put it on a billboard. You might as well. We did the same thing. Like, I just don't get it. I don't get how you lose. I'm, I'm seriously like, I just, I just, it hurts my brain, Jacob. Like, it does. It really does, man. And like, we've gone through a bunch of segments and we've talked about it, but it still just blows my mind that every single game goes the same way. Every single game. And you wonder why I have trust issues, Jacob. It's for this reason specifically. Because they can cut it within six to lose by 18. It's just... What, what, what am I supposed to yeah, do? Yeah, we, t- we talked about that, right? Like, they got to six and they could never really go past. Like, you felt like had they cut it to three or something, maybe we're talking about it. But they... As soon as it was six, and then all of a sudden, <sighs> Caleb Love hits the three... And then, you know, you turn the ball over on the next possession. It just, it, it, it quickly was like a 13-point game, and then you could tell that they just gave up. Yeah. They just didn't have it in them, man. They didn't care. No, they didn't. Oh, no, they didn't care. It's, look, it's just not good enough, okay? It's not good enough for the fans, by any means. Arizona State fans deserve better. And while Arizona State basketball isn't giving it to you guys. I'll tell you what, Gila River Resorts and Casinos, they are absolutely doing it great for everybody. At Gila River Resorts and Casinos, nobody 
does it better. They offer an authentic and immersive experience with an unprecedented level of entertainment and excitement that you are not going to find anywhere else in the Valley. They have set the highest bar around with their state-of-the-art gaming floor. It's got it all. With over 800 slot machines, 15 blackjack tables, and live table games. Not to mention Arizona's largest casino sportsbook. Just head over to Gila River Resorts Casinos and let them show you what next level is all about. You do you at Gila River Resorts and Casinos. Visit playathila.com for more details. And look, here in the next couple weeks, I have a whole lot going on. Okay. There's the Pac 12 tournament. I got a concert. We got a wedding. We got a St. Paddy's Day party, but I'll tell you what I'm not going to miss. I am not going to miss what returns to Phoenix Raceway March 8th through the 10th. Guys, if you didn't know, the Valley of the Sun is going to be roaring back to life this spring when NASCAR hits Phoenix Raceway March 8th through the 10th. The best in-class fan experience meets racing's toughest drivers for three days of action, all surrounded by the beautiful Estrella Mountain. Spring break at Phoenix Raceway is the perfect introduction to NASCAR with affordable ticket Pricing for families, whether you're a diehard racing fan or simply looking for a fantastic day out, nothing will beat the Shriners Children's 500. Get your tickets to the the Shriners Children's 500 at Phoenix Raceway, March 8th through the 10th. Promises a weekend of good vibes for the whole family. Get your reserved grandstand tickets now at (sighs) phoenixraceway.com. Jake in the chat, props to you guys for just owning it. That's what we do here. That's what we do here. Despite popular belief, we own the shit. Okay? Tina, rewatching the game, Gaffney shooting threes. I think Tina just wants to see me. He took four in like the first five minutes. Nine's just not good enough, man. Yeah. It's just tough. It's tough. JJ in the chat, I can't get over this loss, LMAO. I really thought this was your classic early squad upset win. They gotcha. They gotcha. They had you believing, man. They had you believing. But hey. It is what it is. It's 11.05 on a Wednesday. Arizona State lost by 18. There it is, Jacob. Jacob already knows. I knew where you were going. The bar is closing down, so let's go ahead. Let's get to closing time. Our takeaways from Arizona State's 18-point loss to the Arizona Wildcats, starting with takeaway number one, up and down. We said it earlier. Nobody plays up and down to their competition better than Bobby Hurley's Arizona State Sun Devils. Hey, do me a favor. Cut that shit out moving forward, okay? Let's be good or let's be bad. Let's pick one. Oh, uh, takeaway number two, moments. We talked about it at the start of the show. Arizona State couldn't get it done in big-time moments. It's got to change moving forward, either in the Pac-12 tournament or seasons to come. Finally, move on. I'm talking to everybody here. Bobby Hurley. Move on. Players, hey, move on. You got a Pac-12 tournament to take care of. Arizona State fans, move on. Arizona fans, move on. Okay. Guys, that's going to do it for tonight's PHNX Sun Devil Show. If you enjoyed the content or anything that we do here at PHNX, do us a solid. Hit that like button. Hit that subscribe button. Give us a follow at PHNX underscore Sun Devils. You can follow me at Anthony underscore Toji. You can follow DJ Jacob Franklin at Jacob underscore Franklin 4. In the meantime, guys, go Devils. Peace.